How are you guys doing? Pretty good. How about you? Good. I'm staying busy. <laughs> Just to start, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves, and uh, we'll get rolling from there. Okay. I'm Hannah. I'm 16, and I'm a competitive shooter. I shoot a 20-gauge single shot converted by Jeff Fisk, and for Still Challenge, I shoot a tuned-up Ruger Mark IV light with a cheap red dot. Also, a Titman Arms. Modified M422, a cheap site, and willing compensator on both of them. Okay, great. Well, I'm Andrew. Andrew Davies. I'm 14. I shoot... Had it written down. I shoot as my rifle for muzzleloading. I have a CVA, CVA Hawken from Deer Creek Products, a 50, 50 caliber muzzleloading flintlock. Then for my shotgun, I have a 12-gauge flintlock, custom-made from North, North Country Smoke Poles. <laughs> and then for Steel Challenge, I shoot a Ruger Mark IV light, red with iron sights, modified iron sights, we have a glow arm, with Vorkos and internals, and for my trigger, I have a... Tandem cross. Yeah, tandem cross. Okay, cool. And then, then for my rifle, I have a Tipman Arms M422 with what she said, a cheap red dot. Okay. Hey, whatever gets you shooting. Yeah. So how long have you both been pursuing competitive shooting sports? I mean, you're very young. I mean, I wish I was your age right now when it came to competitive shooting sports. So I think there's a whole lot going on that there wasn't even when I was young. I started shooting around the age of six or seven on the air rifle team that's in friendship. Uh huh. Then there was an age cap, remember? You had oh. to be 14 and up. Oh, okay. Well, then I was 12 then. I <laughs> started shooting. Um, I started, I got my start at the air rifle, uh-huh. and then I just started working my way up. And now I'm a shotgun. <laughs> Very cool. And it's My story is pretty simple. Um, I just kind of started shooting matches at MLRA. My dad got me into it. We just kind of started shooting down at the youth range, 22 fun shoot. Then they started shooting shotguns. So I thought, hey, I might as well. So then I started shooting shotgun. Now I do steel challenge. Okay, cool. And the steel challenge is modern. Yeah. Yeah. And do you shoot the steel challenge too, Hannah? Yes. Okay, cool. Do you shoot much muzzleloaders, though? We we try to shoot a lot uh-huh. every of muzzleloaders. And we shoot as much as we can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, good. I, I really appreciate you guys coming on, and it's just great talking to young people. I mean, I think I'm sure you guys have heard it, but I hear it. I've heard it all the time, that especially at the NMLRA when it comes to muzzleloading, that the, the kids aren't into it, you know, but it's, it's great to see, you know, young, young folks like you getting out there and getting into it. And so how long have you been into the steel challenge when it comes to the kind of the modern competitive stuff? Yeah, it's about a year. About a year now? Yeah, we started last year. Okay. Is is your coach off screen there? Yeah. (laughs) What's it like having a parent be your coach too? Uh. I feel like in my opinion, it's a lot more to, like easier to understand. Yeah. Because it's coming from my dad yeah whether as like someone else it's just like you will kind of understand what yeah <laughs> there's some nuances there that i don't think you get if you don't have if you're if you're not living with and, and growing up with your coach 
Yeah. I was never really. I don't. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I. He's really been my only coach for everything. <laughs> just like she was on a team, I. I've just recently been on a team. Okay, what team is that? Um, down at. Um, we were trying to get a team to get. Yeah, as we were trying to get a SASP team going at Lawford Valley. Oh, okay, yeah. And that's the um, Scholastics... Scholastic Action Shooting. Yeah, Action Scholastic Shooting. Okay, thank you. Right, my, my memory <laughs> failed me there. I'm getting old. So you're, you're into... and you. So your your dad is your coach. Does your mom shoot as well? Yes. Yeah. She okay. shoots a uh, so challenge. Yeah, she oh. shoots a uh, Ruger like she does. Okay. So can you describe the steel challenge a little bit to me? Having pretty much exclusively shot muzzleloaders, I don't know a whole lot about modern competition. Um, I know it's it's completely different. It's fast-paced, and you're kind of always on the clock when it comes to... You walk up to the plate, basically, you, you hear a ding, and you just kind of go by instinct and start shooting at plates. Okay. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's, it's so fast-paced. It's fun. And what kind of time, what, you said the clock starts, and so what kind of time constraint are you under? Um, it's, they have a specialized timer. We don't have one with us now. Ours is in the same stuff, but it's a stop timer, basically. It registers the bullet. I mean, whenever you shoot, it registers that. Okay. And after the last shot fired, that's your time. So it goes from when the buzzer goes off, from the timer, from the end, your last bullet shot. Okay. So and is that they, usually like a minute or is it like 30 seconds or a few minutes or? I mean, we know people that can shoot dead like under tw- 10 seconds. Oh my God. <laughs> About 10 seconds. There it's, are actually kids that are shooting sub 60 seconds on all of the. Amazing. <laughs> on all of the. The entire match combined, if that makes sense. Wow. So wow. an entire five runs, yeah. less than 60 seconds from some kids. That's wow. not me. Jeez. That's kind of crazy when you think about muzzleloading. And so yeah. is is that kind of a hard shift? I mean, if you're shooting, you know, the steel challenge, and then you come down to friendship and you shoot at the NMLRA Nationals, is that a hard thing to adjust for, or are you pretty used to it? Um, I mean, Before the sh- it's not really like a big adjustment. I mean, if we were, yeah, because we're shooting track, but right. like it does take some adjustment though. We sometimes with the first match, I'm like, my stance is all messed up. That's like <laughs> whenever I go over and shoot and uh, still challenge my stances in shotgun stance. And <laughs> I at this point just shoot everything in one stance. Yeah. Okay, so I can't change physically. Um, it's it's a pretty big leap for some people because you go from Swing after target after target, then you get on the trap range, and it's kind of like, so I don't hit it, then move to something else. <laughs> right. It's it's a change. I know, coming from the pistol and the bench line, I'm used to, you know, half an hour for 10 shots or 45 minutes for, for five or 10 shots, you know. So it's, I can't imagine trying to get everything done in under 60 seconds. I mean, that's just, that's really hauling, isn't it? So how far are you guys traveling? when you go to these different competitive shoots? So far, we've traveled to Tennessee, but we were going to go to South Carolina, and due to the pandemic, we couldn't go. Okay. Because they're going to shut everything yeah. down. Yeah. But we basically have been going to Tennessee 
yeah. for a practice. We shoot at the Orsa Range with the uh, Norseman shooting squad. They are a great bunch of people. Okay, that's great. Well, what is? I mean, you guys are both in school and and now not in school because of COVID nineteen. So, how has that changed? kind of day-to-day life for you are you shooting more are you shooting less or i'd say we're shooting a little less but yeah we got so much school and then we trying to enjoy the weather yeah honestly it's it's a little nice that we're kind of cooped up here because my brain won't stop working and i've made like five knives already and i want to make more (laughs) nice it's always good to keep busy and stay out of trouble (laughs) what about you hannah what are you doing to keep busy well, I've been trying to get schoolwork done, and then I've been coloring a lot. Okay, cool. Trying to get outside when I can get outside. Uh-huh. It's not freezing outside. <laughs> but I've been watching a lot of TV. Oh, well, <laughs> I think we all have. So do you have any – what's it like traveling, you know, down to Tennessee – and you know everywhere else that you're going what's it like traveling as a family you know does that get Um, kind of stressful i know my family road trips have always been kind of a little stressful here and there but then you guys are also adding kind of the competitive shooting side of things too so are your parents kind of pep talking you or or giving you like little quizzes on the way down or is it is it pretty chill usually yeah it's pretty chilled out before we go to a match during school, I will actually study the plans of the target bases. Okay. So I'll just kind of sit there during activity period, just going over everything. Like, how can I do this better? <laughs> and we'll we'll kind of do runs of. I don't know what they do, but I will occasionally read over all the plans. Okay. Our way down. I think it's chill on the way down because we're going. Because normally when we go to Tennessee, I'm over there thinking. Okay, what am I going to get in Gatlinburg? What am I going to get in Pigeon Board? Uh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're, you're planning the vacation side of things. Yeah. <laughs> I plan the uh, family visit and us getting to shoot because yeah. some people down there, they are amazing. Yeah. They're yeah. polite. They're really nice down there. Stories. <laughs> so, do you, so do you spend a lot of time watching other competitors or are you going in and kind of doing your matches and then going and relaxing? Um, we watch a lot of the competitors. Yeah, well, how it kind of works is we're put into a group of people, mm-hmm. and yeah, we're putting each person, we're, I think, how many is it to a squad? It depends, but yeah. typically 10, because yeah. they fill up almost every Typically, match. yeah, 10 okay. to a squad, and you're all kind of in order, so there's, it's not really like a battering average, but you each... It's in order, uh-huh. so one person shoot, one person will work the timer. But then when it's that person, it's time to shoot. Person will work the timer. So you have safety officers and stuff. So then you're all in each group, and all the it's kind of like all the bases are loaded. So there's each and every place where all the targets are are people are in them. Then about halfway through, you switch out the targets. So then you'll do that for your station. Then you'll continue on. Okay. Hmm. It is observing. <laughs> and so, so what calibers are you shooting then? Um, we shoot 22, 22, 22? long rifle. Okay. 
I wasn't sure if, I, if you're going up to like five, five, six. This, like the, the videos and things, it's, if I don't have the sound on, it's hard for me to tell. Um, for Steel Challenge, it's just pistol calibers. If I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. No, just pistol calibers? Yeah. So okay. it's, the guns sometimes, they look like rifles, and they yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Hmm. So are, do you guys live in town or are you able to practice, you know, kind of in your backyard? Oh, uh, we live in town, so we got to go to a range. Okay. So kind of on a, a week to week or a month to month basis, what what's your practice regiment look like? Are you out there doing push-ups and making Rocky montages or are you, are you going to the range and just kind of going through things? Well, whenever we can go to the range, we'll go to the range and shoot. But we actually have a steel challenge thing set up outside where I use my my ARP9 airsoft gun. Okay, cool. To uh, do that, and then for exercise, I'll basically ride my bike over the wood pile and round our backyard okay. a bunch. And every now and then, we'll sit, stand in the living room and just practice holding up the gun and kind of dry firing, dry it, firing. moving it around. Okay. And, yeah. I know a lot of competitive pistol shooters, when they're on a phone call or something, they'll hold a jug of orange juice or laundry detergent out in their stance. I didn't know if you guys yeah. were doing that, you know, kind of playing Xbox or something with one hand and holding, you know, keeping your arm out with the other. We might have to incorporate that. There's an idea, but... It's a good one. Uh, I, it'll toughen you right up, I tell you. I think it's kind of funny. After all this kind of started, I barely ever played my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, now I got the time. And now I got better stuff to do. Yeah. It's a lot more fun to shoot the real thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys talking about practicing with an airsoft gun on our back porch, it kind of goes down into a, a little, little, a small valley, not like, you know, down at the NMLRA, the valley there. But um, I'm always practicing with tin cans in my, uh, my air rifle. That just shoots a single pellet because I like that because it's still a one shot thing, just like a muzzleloader, but it's a lot more quiet and there's next to nothing to clean up. So I can shoot all day and it doesn't cost anything and I don't have to do a whole lot of work. That's if I've been trying to convince him to buy green gas and they make a type of airsoft pellet that's biodegradable. Okay. So it's they call them green pellets. So basically you hit an outdoor at an outdoor field you tag somebody out and it just kind of it's bio, it biodegrades yeah that's neat so i know the nmlra we're one of your sponsors this year could you tell us about the, some of your other sponsors that you guys have because you've really worked hard and and gotten the attention of several companies and i just like to hear you guys talk about those some well one of our we have willand Willing Compensators, RangeStore.net, which is Steel Target Paint, and you guys. Okay, cool. So what So what do those other businesses do? And, and what, what um, have they sponsored for you? Um, Steel Target Paint. Yeah. Steel Target Paint, Target paint has given us paint. Yeah, very nice paint. A lot of paint. <laughs> a lot of paint. For practicing with targets and... It's... Yeah. It's a nice paint because, you know, like the Walmart stuff, you'll spray it on to stuff. It's just kind of thin. Yeah. The Steel Target paint, it's almost like a paste coming out of a spray can. Okay. It kicks onto the targets, and it's amazing. Then Willen makes compensators. I know 
my dad's AR9 has a uh, barrel. It's it's a 16 inch barrel, uh-huh. and the barrel the barrel is five inches, but it has a welded on sleeve that makes it 16 inches okay. with a compensator. Isn't it compensated? Yeah. It looks like if you look at it, kind of looks like they took a barrel, took one of their comps, and just kind of like pushed it on. But I know it's that's not how that works. <laughs> so what does the what does the compensator do? Makes it louder. Oh, okay. For some of our guns, I know our our Titmans, it actually makes them quieter for some reason. Huh. So it's like a reverse silencer then. Yeah. And does that give you like an edge in competition, or or what's the um, what's it, the purpose? doesn't it really give you an edge. It makes it to where your time will actually come out clean because 22s, the target, if oh. you're not real close with yeah. that that thing, it might not pick it up. Okay. So that compensator makes sure it will get picked up. Make sure it gets recorded. Okay, that makes yeah. sense now. I, for, I With the, the AR-9, it actually does help with the muzzle rise. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. That it pushes your barrel down. Gotcha. It forces that gas. Okay. Yeah, the gas is coming out the top, and that it causes your barrel not to rise so much. Okay, that makes sense then. I'm, I'm just now to the point where I can kind of afford, you know, some of the fun guns that I want to over, you know, just the classic muzzleloaders that we've always had. So when it comes to modern firearms, I am very much new to it. <laughs> yeah, they're. Interesting. <laughs> so at, at the NMLRA, you guys are primarily shooting trap. Yeah. Is that right? So what do we need to yeah. do to get you guys down on some of the other lines? I know I shoot... We, we've been shooting a lot of shotgun. We haven't been shooting much skeet, but we have been shooting woods walk a lot. Okay. Too, when we can. Not a lot. What? Quail walk. Quail walk. Oh, quail walk, when yeah. We can, when we can, we'll shoot it. Yeah. And then shoot a little bit of rifle. Okay. I know with school, the, the summer events, you know, they kind of, they cut into both the, the beginning and the end of school. So it's hard to get in everything that you want to. Yeah. So do you enjoy shooting trap the most or do you enjoy kind of the action of the, of the quail walk a little bit too? I like the quail walk, but I'm, I'm a big fan of trap. Okay. What about you, Hannah? I like the quail walk because, like, you get to go over the bridge and you have, like, the rabbits and you don't really know kind of where they're coming from yeah. sometimes. Whether as trap, you just go out there and you know it's going to come out of the birdhouse and you, so you already yeah. know where you're going to point your gun. Right. <laughs> the quail walk is exciting yet also relaxing at the same time. Yeah. Because you'll go down there and it's just kind of – it's just kind of really nice down there. So you kind of walk up and you shoot. <laughs> Well, and Ethan, from our perspective, or at least uh, their mom and I's perspective, we kind of have expectations out of them on the trap range. Okay. And we've always uh, gone down to the quail walk for a break. Yeah. And uh, there basically aren't any expectations other than safety down there. Yeah. Well, I think that's good. Probably why they enjoy it so much. Yeah. (laughs) They miss all 10 birds. Well, better luck next time. Yeah. Yeah. So There's a lot more structure on the firing lines. Yeah. yeah. I know I know that feeling very well, having <laughs> both my parents on different disciplines teaching me as I grew up. That's 
it's always fun to go out into the woods walk or the quail walk and just kind of kind of relax a little bit from it. He had asked what uh, the NMLRA could do, if I understood him right, what the NMLRA could do to get you guys out to some of these oh, areas. And I, yeah, I know we, you both have interests in some other areas of the property and some of the other competitions. So you think you can answer his question? I'm trying to think now. Everybody's so polite and nice that uh, that's like the best part of going down there. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, muzzleloading can seem really intimidating because it's so hands-on compared to modern shooting. And I think, you know, for myself, having grown up in it, it's, you know, it's like second nature. But when you go down there and once you kind of get over that initial nervousness, I think, to get out and get up on the line and, and start, you know, if you have any questions, there's always people there willing to help you and able to answer questions and even if you're just going and just kind of watching i mean there are some serious competitors like especially during the calcutta match on the trap line you know you're not going up and asking those guys questions i mean they're oh, yeah. hitting bird hitting bird hitting bird you don't want to break their stride at all but you know kind of down on the other lines you kind of get a little break there yeah i know with um the first time we shot quail walk she would what was her name? <laughs> I can't. I know she was a school teacher from somewhere. Yeah, I remember but that. The lady that usually does the uh, scoring and stuff down at Quail Walk, uh -huh. when we first shot there, um, instead of just kind of saying, "Well, here's your scorecard, head on up there, birds go like this," um, <laughs> she would, and she still does. She asks us questions still. How are we doing? How are we shooting? And then she will. Show when we were starting off, she would pull the bird show us where it is, tell us, you might want to watch this. She'll throw a bird out, so then we'll know where it is. Then we'll get all ready, mm -hmm. then we'll shoot. So then on, for the first day or two, she would do that for us. Okay. That's really and nice. And I actually, oh, yeah. I know, I got into muzzleloading because there was a lady down at Quail Walk. That's what I was talking about. Oh, her. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, there was a science teacher that shot down there with us. Well, we kind of shut down there with her, and she let me shoot flintlock down there, and that's what kind of got me hooked on flintlocks. Okay. And then there was a sucking sound that was my money coming out of my wallet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> snapped all that money away. Yeah, I got a little taste of that there at the uh, the New Year's Day shoot. <laughs> Our favorite shoots. It It's fun. Next to the Nationals. I like the New Year's Day shoot. You guys should try the um, – it's been canceled now with, with coronavirus there. But um, in August, there's the 22 long-range shoot. And you guys should should tool up some of your 22s that you've got there and come down for that because that is just a hoot. Would they be shooting long-range at it? Yeah. We take them out to 500 yards. Ooh. Yeah. There's, they've set up dealer, car dealership balloons there on the silhouette line out to 500. And oh. there's – I mean, we're we're a muzzle organization, but we have this beautiful range, and we all have 22s and things. So recently we've just set that up to where we can go out there with some of the modern firearms in a safe manner. And uh, the guy that puts it on describes it and describes the range as the best 22 range out there because we have so much set up and so much that you can do that's primarily used for muzzleloaders. But with a 22, you can go out there and just have fun. I mean, 
they have different matches like the uh, kind of similar to the NRL 22 matches, but um, a little bit different. I think a little bit tougher, if you ask me. Like, there's know your limits, and then we set up some dueling trees, and you'll you'll do a pair off with two dueling trees and two shooters. The one dueling tree is close, and the other one's farther away, probably probably 30 yards and 15 yards or so. And you get about 30 seconds, and whoever has the most, you know, on their side loses. And boy, they really get going with that one. It's a lot of fun. Sounds fun. <laughs> I know the farthest I think I've shot my 22 down at the uh, thing was 100 yards. You know those plates? I think it's out at the, I don't know if it's the pistol range or the 22 rifle range. I can't remember which range it is, but there are those plates on that tree line. Mm-hmm. I know I laid down prone with my great grandpa's 22. And I actually hit him a couple times in the prone position. Nice. Yeah, well, they t- they're taking them out to 500, so you, you, you best be getting to practice then. Yeah. <laughs> so are a lot of your events that you had scheduled for summer, are they, have you heard a lot about them yet? Or is it kind of up in the, up in the air? As far as like you're, you're, you're right now. up in the air? That's too bad. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Most everything that we would have, uh, I mean, we have things that we'd like to shoot the second half of the summer. Yeah. But we're waiting to register because we don't know how this is going to. Yeah, we don't out. know where this is going. Or we, yeah. we got all registered for South Carolina and match got cut, and then my Yorktown trip got canceled. So I was pretty upset about that. <laughs> Yeah, we had a very big year planned this year, yeah. and we yeah. just kind of, uh, kind of just pulled the reins up waiting. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's tough, <laughs> especially, you know, loading up the family and going and doing something. I, I imagine that's a, you know, that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. Yeah. I know that's kind of where we're at here at the NMLRA is just, I mean, we had, I mean, especially this coming weekend or next weekend would have been, um, women's weekend and then the, the first 22 long range shoot and we had a couple things planned all you know here earlier that we've had to postpone so it's been a real rocky start to the year we had uh, already had one steel match canceled locally we were trying to help our the sasp uh, club that they'll be shooting at get up and running and and so they were using some of the steel that they'd acquired to have a what they call outlaw steel match which is just not governed by anybody other than the local club. Okay. Uh, that's been canceled. The three-gun match has been canceled. So yeah. on the foreseeable uh, horizon, we're like looking at spring nationals, honestly. Yeah. As our next hope to get out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're just crossed the half-hour mark, and I don't know that I have any more questions that I can think of. I think you guys... I mean, I learned a lot already on the steel challenge and, you know, kind of some of the three gun stuff and especially the modern side of things. So I'm going to have to go talk to my dad about pulling some money out of his wallet, I think, and seeing what I get involved in. Well, Ethan, the great thing about steel challenge and and uh, I don't mean to put this in on theirs, but just for your information. Yeah, it's uh, all you got to have is a semi-automatic 22. Okay. And then you can go as crazy as spending as much money as you want. Yeah. Um, That's dangerous. You know, my AR-9 that I built last year for me, that's what I prefer to shoot. The stock is the heaviest part of the gun. And and it's uh, probably one of the more expensive guns that we have. Uh But uh, it still didn't 
uh, really get me like some of the baseline muzzleloaders that we shoot do. Uh, so uh, we actually have quite a bit more money in our muzzleloaders than we do in our in our steel challenge guns. Okay. That's interesting. Now we have more steel challenge guns. So Are you quoting my muzzleloader? <laughs> so what, what would you guys recommend as, you know, youth competitive shooters? What would you recommend to other kids out there that are interested in getting into shooting sports? Well, I'd just say if you want to go, if you, it's not really hard to get into shooting a muzzler. You just have to get used to with trap the birds flying. Mm-hmm. And Good. Yeah. It all depends on their interest because if there's somebody that's really fast paced, but they, there can be, but like somebody that's fast paced, kind of like me, but safe when it comes to safety, I would recommend seal challenge because that's, it's fast paced, but when it's time to be safe, it's time to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. But with somebody that kind of wants to take it easy and kind of spend a day out at the range, just kind of there and shooting, I'd recommend muzzleloader because yeah yeah it's not as fast-paced but it's just as fun okay good i'd say don't um don't just kind of jump into the high calories like if you go down to the trap range don't just kind of i'll take the uh 10 gauge with the ounce ounce and a quarter shot and powder (laughs) into it you don't just kind of want to do that right Go over and ask to shoot Blake Hamilton's gun. Yeah, go. Best thing to do, walk up to Blake and go, I, I've never shot a shotgun before. May I shoot your gun, Blake? Oh, no. Does he what? Does he load it pretty heavy? He shoots a big gun. Blake likes the big bore guns. And yeah. Okay. Shoots them well. <laughs> I just say just start out small and then work your way up. Okay. So then you can get a feel for like whatever gun you're shooting. And, and it's okay to shoot twins though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you people tell you, it. oh, I shoot the big calibers, only the big calibers are the good calibers, kind of go, well, for what I'm shooting, it's not the big calibers aren't always the best. Yeah. There's a lot of merit to a 22. I mean, I love shooting a 22. Then There's just. Yeah. Even when it comes down to muzzleloaders, you know, my, my first competition pistol was i think a 32 caliber you know and i'll still shoot it today i mean it's it's a lot lighter than it used to be for me but it's still a lot of fun to shoot well we appreciate you guys coming on i don't mean to take up too much more of your time but i'm hoping to see you guys at the june shoot here and if you want to get on to some of the other lines you know let me know and we'd love to get you to get you out shooting some one thing i like to do too is let everybody kind of plug what they're doing so is there anything online that if people are like, man, these kids are so cool, I want to follow how they're shooting and what they're doing. What can we do to direct them to you guys? Remember mine by heart because I have to tell people all the time. Uh, we both have Instagram accounts. They're run by his truly. I have – it's A. Davy. It's uh, A. Davy's comp shooter. Then she has – Oh, it's competitive. Oh, competitive shooter, not comp shooter. Mine's Hannah underscore Davies underscore still underscore shooter. Okay, cool. So that's what mine is. And yeah. And then we also have Facebook. If you wanted to follow us on Facebook, it's okay. Hannah Davies competitive shooter and then Andrew Davies competitive shooter. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. Well, I'll put links to both of I'll put links to both your Instagrams and your Facebooks in the description of the video and the podcast, so people can check you out and and kind of see you guys in action. I mean, I'm used to seeing you in your little videos, you know, running through targets and things. So it's kind of funny to see you sitting still this long. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs>